You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the spirit of reconciliation, we are theatre and Theatrical Aloud acknowledges the traditional custodians of country throughout Australia and their connections to land, sea and community. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples today. Hello, theatre fans. Welcome back to the We Are Theatre podcast. Today, I am here with Bonnie and Clyde, Blake and Tegan, to talk about Bonnie and Clyde um, coming <laughs> to, to the Hayes Theatre uh, starting this weekend. Hey, guys, how are we? Hi. So good. So good. <laughs> We've um, become each other. Yeah. Amazing. And that's what we want, considering that was pretty much who Bonnie and Clyde were. Um, yes. Stuck at the hip. So, um <laughs> Let's dive in to you guys individually before we dive into the show. Um, we'll start with Tegan. How did you get into performing and start doing what you're doing? Big questions that you probably weren't expecting. Here we go. <laughs> Was not expecting uh, the big questions. Uh, how did I get into performing? I... Uh, was one of those children who danced growing up. I did calisthenics um, for seven years, uh, which I don't, I don't, where are you, Josh? Are you... I'm New South Wales. So oh, you are New South Wales. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did that. And then um, I said to my mum that I, in calisthenics, you're not allowed to smile. Yeah. And I found it really, really hard uh, <laughs> to not smile during <laughs> any performance. And I said to mum one one like you know competition I, I want to do something where I'm allowed to you know smile and express uh, and so I moved to dancing and then I danced growing up um did all the amateur theater shows and all that kind of stuff and just loved it um and sort of fell into it that way uh, I was telling Blake the other day at, um when we were out that I I kind of was competitive and someone told me to audition for the VCA and I had no idea what what that was uh, and so I was like well yeah I'll, I'll audition and I'll get in so I auditioned I got in and then I was like oh no I don't actually want to do it like <laughs> I just wanted to like get into it so um the rest is history really I went on and did two years at the VCA and then um got my first show after that and um here we are here we are um Blake memory lane for you um well, I, I didn't always want to do this as like a career, but I always loved like performing. I did similar to Tegan. I was doing like dance classes when I was 
a kid um, and I think I did like my work experience in year 10 was at this architecture firm and I'd been working so hard to like, you know, make a good impression. And as soon as I got there, I was like, this is just terrible. Like I just hate all of it, all of this like office, no creativity, no nothing. It was just um, the worst. And so I went back um, to high school and changed up all my um, subjects and made them into the ones that I liked to do, but wouldn't necessarily get a career out of. And I just worked hard and um, yeah, similar to Tegan, went to the VCA, rest is history. Um, yeah. <laughs> Here we are. Um, so we're doing a show, um, Bonnie and Clyde. Now this is a really cool story because it's a true story um, that some people might not know about because it's not really a big thing here in Australia and it's not very heavily touched on in like mainstream media when it comes to movies and TV shows. Um, so let's go into individually who you are as Bonnie and Clyde and give us your little elevator pitch of your character for people coming to this show, um, who they're going to see you guys as. Uh, we'll start with you, Blake. Uh, so I play Clyde Barrow. Um, who uh, grew up quite rough um, and was constantly in and out of jail and constantly told that he wouldn't be anything. And um, we see in the play him and uh, Bonnie pretty much rewrite their story and elevate themselves to being American folklore. Yeah. Solid pitch. That was good. Thanks. Tegan. <laughs> Competitive. Um, I play Bonnie Parker. Uh, she, like Clyde, uh, grew up in basically the height of the Great Depression um, in America and had massive dreams, wanted to be a poet. Um, she was very intelligent. Um so she wanted to be a poet, she wanted to be an actress, a singer, um, really determined a young woman who then um, obviously had her dreams uh, sort of dampened by the fact that there was really no way out of West Dallas. Um, and then she met Clyde and the rest is history, really. Yeah. She, she became famous for all the things that, um, yeah, she... Uh, she didn't expect, I, I'm sure. 100%. Um, really interesting story. Like, obviously, being a part of the Great Depression, crime was running wild through the US at this point. Um, we see Al Capone mentioned throughout the story and everything like that. Um, doing your character study and kind of getting to know these people, um, where did you go? How did you find kind of non-biased opinions to kind of figure out who these people actually were to be able to draw um, inspiration or knowledge from to build your character into what you're putting on stage um, in the coming weeks. Do you, can, do, do you want to go first? You can just jump in. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think I found, <clears throat> you said, you said trying to like find non-biased opinions, but I think it is important to find the ones that were biased because, you know, during their heyday, they're um, in the court of public opinion. They went from being heroes to villains so quickly. Cool. And that was 
kind of odd to sort of see that um, because we see that with celebrities today all the time. Yeah. You know, one week they're, you know, the bell of the ball and then the next week it's a scandal. And um, I think it was important for me with my character study to find the humanity of him and to try to not justify his actions, but to see how someone in that position could make those actions. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, it really taught me a lot about how people will do or what people will do in the pursuit of their dreams and then, by extension, the pursuit of the dreams of those they love and how that can sort of really just um, tunnel vision you into doing some pretty dire stuff for, um, yeah, but still somehow connected in a true place. Yeah. That's cool. I love that. Uh, Tegan? Well, I think adding to that then, we then go to the script and the script really tells a version of Bonnie and Clyde that is their love affair and their obsession with each other, which you, it does sort of get um, talked about a little bit uh, in all the research that we did, but I think it's our, the, the version that we're doing this, this musical is definitely... Um, telling it from their their point of view and their love story. So um, we also get to create that and not, um, you know, just rely on things that we have read about them. So yeah. it's been fun. Mm. Yeah. Mm. It's not very often either you get to tell stories as actors that everybody knows the, like, outcome to. So sometimes mm. people will be coming, seeing this with no knowledge at all, but, I'd say 90% of people that are going to come see the show will know Bonnie and Clyde and know how it ended. Um, what do you think there is in this show um, to captivate people that know the story and know who they are? Um, what does this script and music bring to the table that will kind of make people bite in and be engaged for the two and a half hours that this show runs for? Go blank. No, you, you go. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I was just going to say again, it's the love, it's the, um, you, you fall in, well, I mean, I'm probably biased because I'm in it, but you fall in love with Bonnie and Clyde. Yeah. Uh, you, and it's this weird, it's even weird as actors playing it that uh, you're kind of like, I'm not supposed to like this person. This person went and killed people and, <laughs> and robbed people and all that. But you do absolutely fall in love with them uh, and you almost excuse and forgive their behaviour. Uh, so I think um, I think that'll be a surprise to, well, possibly be a surprise to some people. Yeah. Yeah, I think, uh, I think culturally Australians will like latch onto Bonnie and Clyde in a similar way that, um, you know, we have like the Kelly gang here where that, you know, that's created its own like Australian folklore. Um, and there's also just that thing of like the underdog, like Australians are so willing and ready to just help the little guy. Um, so I feel like that'll be a, a nice, um, hope, hopefully um, audiences will connect with that. Yeah, um, but I think what I what attracted me most to this is the score. The score is just like nothing, nothing else um, out there like it. There's elements of soul and R and B and 
um, country and folk music. It's just a, it's such an eclectic, um, yeah, score. And to get to sing it um, all the way through, it, you really see the expanse of, like the expanse of, of how much they wanted to get um, out of what it was like to live um, that in that time. Yeah, that's a really interesting point with all like the different genre kind of pulls is that when you think about the lay of America today and where Bonnie and Clyde kind of operated, all of mm. those genres are represented up and down that US coast of all the states they ran through. Um, so yeah. like that's actually really interesting like musically as well. Um, these personalities, putting them big personalities onto a small stage, bringing that into a really intimate, unique venue being the Hayes. I know you guys, I don't think you guys have seen the set yet um, at recording of this, but by the time it comes out, you will have. What are you most excited for about getting this show into a really intimate, unique space where people are literally right on top of you and you can tell it straight to their face? Tegan, off you go. Um, what am I most excited about? Uh, I, you stumped me there. We haven't seen the set. We, I don't know what it's going to look like. Um, <laughs> there's a little bit of apprehension still there about like, <laughs> what's going to happen. Uh, but I think it is, it is, you know, one of our big themes of the show is intimacy. And you, like in the haze, you are absolutely going to be a part of this story. It's mm. not, you're not looking on from a, uh, from a distance yeah you're gonna almost live and breathe it with us um so that's always thrilling and petrifying as as an actor to do something in the, in in such a small space like that um because the audience can see absolutely everything and can absolutely tell if you're faking it so uh yeah it'll be a good challenge <laughs> like anything dad um yeah, I just I think it's the perfect space for something like this. Like the audience is being invited into the psyches of two of these, you know, people who were real people. And yeah, I think it'll be a very intimate um, experience. Yeah, you don't want to miss it in a space like this. Cause like if you if you've got questions about, oh, it's such a big thing to have it in such a small space, it's like it'll only be in this teeny tiny theater for four short weeks. So, so you want to, you want to make sure you come along to it. Yeah. I've got two bo- tickets booked. I'm, I'm coming on two different nights to make sure I'm getting everything. So oh, great. you guys will be sick of me by the end of it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that's a really cool thing about Hayes is what, uh, what's it like from an actor's perspective as well? Cause Hayes is really unique for not having a kind of barrier as an actor, like, on your bigger theatres, you've got either an orchestra pit or a three-foot drop to the audience on the haze. That front row is dead on the same floor that you're sitting on, mm. nothing in between years. Um, so, And walking through the centre aisle and, yeah. you know, being, yeah, being absolutely immersed in the audience, yeah. Mm. Mm. Not to get anybody that's listening that's never been to the haze before excited, but this is probably one of the coolest small venues that I've ever seen a show in. Um, so to put, yeah, same. yeah, I'm like, the more I talk about it, the more I think about it, the more I'm like just geeing myself up for how I'm <laughs> going to be to see you guys do this. Um, now, <laughs> if you had to 
look at a moment or a, a song or something in the show um, that you think everyone can look forward to? Uh, what would be your moment to kind of sell to people um, to come and see the show? Do you have an idea off the top of your head, Blake? Was that? Yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. But, (laughs) but it'll spoil, um, it'll spoil something. So mine's going to be a secret. And you, if, if you, if you come up to me and you're like, was this the song? I'll be like, yes, but I can't tell you what it is unless you see it. Okay. All right. That's there you go. We're keeping secrets. <laughs> what song it is? <laughs> I'll, t- I'll tell you which one it is. I'll tell you which one it is. That's cheating almost, uh. I think. <laughs> I-, I think all, all uh, what, well, I didn't even know what the question was anymore. Um, <laughs> what did you a, say? a moment or a song that a moment or a song. Um, people can look forward to coming to see. Oh, the whole thing. Everything. All the songs are great. Yeah. All the music's great. The the talent in the show is outrageous, quite frankly. (laughs) Yeah, it's actually rude. Singing is, yeah, people are, um, they really did put together a very talented cast. Uh, So, yeah, yeah, you won't be disappointed. Won't be disappointed. And if if you've fallen in love with the the album, you are going to just, you don't even know. You don't even know what this is going to be like. Oh, yeah. Zara, <laughs> Zara has done a phenomenal job with um, music direction. Yeah. Um, yes. And of course, Reese casting everyone. Like, it's just a very stellar group. We very quickly become family and um, I'm obsessed with everyone. It's just like, oh, such a good group. The excitement is buzzing. We've got secrets. We've got the whole show being amazing, an amazing group. Um, that's going to wrap us up. Nice, quick, Great. short, sharp. Um, just like the season of this show is going to be at the Hayes, just four weeks. Um, so make sure you get your tickets. I'm pretty sure that it's limited availability for most nights at the start of things anyway at the moment. Um, yep. I struggled to find tickets at one point. Um for certain shows. So we're running from this Friday, 17th of June. Ah, this is so exciting. I'm so glad. <laughs> <to this. laughs> um, guys, make sure you go and see the show. This is 100% the not going to want to miss it type of thing. Um, yep. Links for everything are going to be down below. Easy access so you guys can just click and run. Um, any final words as we wrap things up, guys? I think we've said most of everything, but come and see us. Come and see. Come and say hello. Yeah. There we go. All right, guys, we are going to wrap it up there. Thank you again for joining us, Blake, Tegan. You guys are amazing. Thank you for thanks for having us, Josh. Spending Thank some time. You. And everyone, check out the description box for all your tickets, links, everything you're going to need because I'm probably going to be there multiple times. Um, so you'll probably see me, and you'll definitely see these two. So get your tickets. Let's go. Uh, We will see you next week with a brand new episode of the We Are Theatre podcast. Goodbye.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the RISE Theater Directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.